You are listening to the best of the Joey Boot Show. Oh, yeah! Only on Podtrash.com. Good evening, listeners. Joey's not available this week, so there'll be no live broadcast of the Joey Boot Show. They're going to return next week at the regular time. Rather than leaving you with nothing, we decided to put together a special featuring some of the best highlights from Joey's show. Our first clip naturally starts with conflict. Joey's original co-host Maxwell finds himself in the middle of what was later dubbed as Phonegate. Maxwell, the now current host of JMZ, previously co-hosted the Stern Universe podcast with his friend Cactus Matt. Joey had privately provided them with a list of celebrity phone numbers in an attempt to help them secure some potential guests. Somewhere along the line, it was thought that these phone numbers were leaked to total strangers by Cactus Matt, and Joey was not happy with this. Maxwell takes it upon himself to do damage control for Cactus Matt, and this doesn't sit right with Joey. What follows is a heated argument that results in Joey leaving his own show multiple times before finally firing Maxwell as his co-host after only three episodes. Classic, right? So let's take a listen to this first clip from episode three, Joey versus Maxwell. Last night, uh, I, you know, I found out that uh, the former host of Stern Universe with Max here, um, Cactus Matt, and he's the one that would have to call people up and dial them in. You know, I, I shared with him some numbers of people to get on the show. People I knew wouldn't mind being on the show. Um, but nonetheless, he took these, this list of numbers I gave him, one that also included Andy Dick's phone number. Um, and, he, and he immediately started trying to give them away to other people from other shows. He was emailing people, texting them, tweeting them, whatever. And he gave – I know there was another show he gave them to. And they did a prank call the other night with uh, Ass Napkin Ed calling Andy Dick. And that's how I initially found out. I'm like, wait, how did these people get Andy Dick's phone number? And I, I, mean, I put two and two together. And then other people came out of the woodwork telling me, yeah, he tried to give me the numbers too. Uh, and then I he, told you yesterday that he gave me the numbers. Right. But, I mean, that was understandable. You were running the show with him. You were co-hosting, I guess, even though right. you really had no need. I- I, well, I, I have number. never used any of the numbers for the record. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying you did, and, you know, <laughs> but it's just like I, I, I feel so betrayed in the trust yeah. that I had in someone. And, 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 you know, listen, I didn't really know the guy. I knew him from the Internet. And right. that's something I'm always wary of on the Internet because I, over the yeah. many, many years I've been on the Internet dealing with Stern Show people, dealing with Internet people. You know, you, just, you don't know who people really are, man. And, and, no, and, you don't. And, so, it's for hard sure. to be, so it's hard to judge someone's character. You know, so I try to do best I can, and I took a chance, and it it backfired on me, and yeah. the guy you know, betrayed my trust. Well, it backfired on me important. too, Joey. I mean, huh? think about it. I started a show with a guy. He abandoned my show, and I mean, I I picked up the reins because it was fun for me. A, B, we had Hold something on. cool going. You know what I mean? And Bush <sighs> Boone had approached the guy a long time ago. So, I mean, I'm not defending him in Losing any way you. for what he did. He, he was a dick. He was rude, yeah. wrong for what he did. But, I mean, he has problems and issues. And <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about it. You know what I mean? I'm no. not defending him in any way. I'm just saying. He's got issues. I got issues. Everybody's got fucking issues, man. But, you know, the guy betrayed my trust. He did. You know, and then that's what I didn't want to hear last night was the defense for him, which you were giving. And no, I, I only, only said, only said he has, he, he's yeah, not a bad yeah. person. He just fucked up and did a stupid thing. That's what I'm. I, that's all I said. Last night you were kind of minimizing 
how I should have been feeling. No, at the I didn't time. minimize anything. You were telling me to calm down and this and that. Well, and it's I not just that wanted bit. you to calm no, down, I but I wasn't minimizing. I minimized because to me it meant the world right at the time. That okay. I'm like, oh wow, this guy's passing around all these phone numbers now. That you know, these people don't want random people fucking just calling them up like well, that. Of course not. You know, if it was me, you know, if I was involved in it doing a prank, you know, all the better. You know, that's okay. Right. But did, you just want random fucking assholes from the internet calling I them up. I just want you to know I wasn't minimizing or yeah. like belittling your feelings. No, look, can I finish, please? Just let me talk. I, I, I'm not belittling your or minimizing your feelings. I, I, if I felt, if, all right, I'm going to say it right now and let's end this shit. I, if I end, I'll end it. I'll end it. If if I, okay, see now you're being a dick. I'm just no, trying I'm to. Not I'm not being a dick. I'm just trying. Wait, can I finish? Just sit okay. I'll end. I'm it. just saying. Can I finish? I'll end it, though. Okay, okay. Can I finish? I'll end it. Go ahead. <laughs> See, now you're trying to try me, dude. Not trying you to really try you are. anything. You're trying to try me. I'm saying if I minimized your fucking feelings in any way, I apologize for that. But don't but, say how you're going to end it because you're oh, in That's a backhanded that apology. Because yeah. you're not. That's a backhanded apology. Well, it's not backhanded. I absolutely am sorry if I minimized your feelings in any way. But don't, don't get loud and smart and sarcastic with me. Oh, why not? Because why? Who are you? Um, the host that of the show. Me? Are you what? I'm the host of the show. Because of why? Why are you the host of this show on okay. this hour on this night? You because wanna go there? You wanna go there? You wanna go there? Do you I really hang up? I can hang up. Do you no, really want to hang up then? No, don't. Don't hang up. Do you up. really want to go there, Joey? Because I don't. But if you want to air our laundry, let's do this. He hung up. <laughs> Punk. Okay? Because I don't put up with shit and I don't eat shit. Okay? Joey, come back. I'll be nice and I'll be friendly, but you're not going to punk me. I'm not like someone that you get to talk to like that. Okay? I'm not that guy. Zach Messier, you could talk to him anyway. He accepts it because he followed fish. Me? Fuck that. I've been in jail before and I'll go back just to prove a point. Don't try me, Joey. I love you to death. But don't act like a prima donna, dude. I mean, really. It's enough. Enough already. We're getting a fight over something so stupid, man. It's so ridiculous. I can't believe it's even an issue. I said Cactus Matt is not a bad guy. He just has issues. And he said, and I know he got all heated. And I said, Joey, calm down, bro. And that apparently was minimizing his fucking feelings. Okay, and I disregarded his feelings and maybe I did. And I just tried to say if I did in any way do that, I didn't do it intentionally. And I apologize. But apparently that's not good enough. But I won't be spoken to and said, I'll end it. I'll end it. He's not going to big tough guy me, dude. He's not. No one is. I mean, I just I don't accept that. I'm I'm a a man and you're not going to speak down upon me. I don't care who you are. I mean, I'm sorry if I got upset about, but I, I mean, I have to defend myself. Which I have to. As far as you defending Cactus, okay, the guy has issues, obviously, and yeah, I'm sure he knows I that. Said, man, I didn't say he was he was right for what he did. I said he was wrong. I said it was a dick move. He fucked up. He's a fuck up. It's apparent. Everyone knows it. But I said he's not a bad fellow. So did Gonzo. Gonzo was sitting right there, and Gonzo was like, this, he, he backed me up. He goes, dude, I see why Joey's mad. And I said, I see why Joey's mad, too. He goes, but Cactus isn't a bad guy. He just has issues. And I said, exactly. So, I mean, Gonzo backed me up on it. I mean, and Gonzo's known Cactus just as long, you know, longer probably than I have. 
Uh, Joey's back. Joey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, Joey, man? I mean, I don't, I don't have Dude, a problem. It's just that it's you're not going to tell me on my show. Oh, but you could tell me what you want on my show? Fuck that. So listen, you're not going to tell me on my show that you're going to end something. I'll you're end not going to tell me that you're going to bully me because you're not. I'm not that guy in Times Square. I'm not going to be bullied by you, man. I'm not going to be bullied by you on my show. And then told, and then and then thrown in my face. How did you get on here in the first place? I'm not going to play that shit. Well, then don't. Then don't fucking okay. try to big man me, dude. You're not okay. a prima donna. Yeah, You're I not won't. a star. Okay? You're not a celebrity. Don't big tough guy me, dude. I'm I'm trying to help you because I like you as a person, but you're not going to tough guy me. You're not going to bully me. You're not going to pull rank on me. You're not. And you're not going to come on my show yesterday and big mouth me and shit. And I didn't hang up on you. I let you talk and say whatever you want. He hung up again. Yeah, because he's fucking doesn't like confrontation. I won't be bullied. I Joey told you loves last confrontation. Night, what I are you won't talking eat about? shit <laughs> from anyone. Joey's whole life is confrontation. His well, videos. then he's going to have to bad problems with me, dude. Because, see, Zachary Messier, he bullies him on my show. And I don't like it because he doesn't like Zach. He's told me he doesn't like Zach. Okay? I love Zach. Okay? Zach's awesome. Zach's a guy that followed fish. He's such a pacifist. I mean, you can tell Zach anything. He doesn't give a shit. Me, I'm the complete opposite. I hate fucking fish. And I'm not a pacifist. I guess there's some, uh, sometimes people can seem a little bit like they're star fuckers or dropping names. Any of that type of stuff starts, can give, I don't know, it annoys me a little I'm bit. I'm not a star fucker, dude. I love Joey as a guy, you know, as a person. He's a great dude. When he's, when me and Joey are talking on the phone, he's such a nice dude. And we talk about totally unrelated things of Stern and show or any of this podcast, anything. Talk about normal stuff. You know what I mean? He's a great dude. But, I mean, I think he feels that people are glomming on him because he's Joey Boots. And that's not the case. You know what I mean? And he has a little bit of the prima donna thing, I think, going on. And there's no reason for that because everyone knows that he's the king of the buoy bombs. He doesn't need to be that way. I I disagree in the sense that we're, you know, we're not with him because he's Joey Boots. I mean, of course of that course we are. Of course not. No, I say we are. Of course we are. How would you know Joey Boots unless he was a fucking part of the Stern Show, dude? Right, right. I get that. He is. He has celebrity. There's no doubt. But there's no reason to be a dick to other people. Uh, Joey has never been a dick to me, so I can't well, speak he, he's on that. He's kind of been kind of a dick to me, man. I, I, I kind of feel that way. I, I mean, yeah, I'm in the middle of this. I'm not, you know, a part of it. But as far as what I saw, I, I totally understand him as far as him, you know, trusting cactus giving them the numbers and then him and I, just like too. handing them out that's that's pretty fucked up so even if he has issues it still happens so the guy has a right to be upset about it so and i get that and i've said a million times i get it and i you know if i made his feelings feel minimized i'm sorry what else can i do whoosh but, but i'm not going to be bullied dude i mean what else can i do give me advice tell me what i should what else could i have said that i didn't say I don't know. This is one one of the issues is like right during the conversation last night, it cut off, so I lost a big chunk of it. And then when it came back, you guys were talking about something completely different. Then I was thinking, okay, this was just you know just fucking around. I didn't know it was this serious. No, it was serious. But then I just you know tried as my best to defuse the situation, switching up. Everybody, calm down. 
I switched topics, made a couple jokes, and you know, I'll send it all to you. And it, it, it was civil. We were civil. And then today, earlier, we were fucking texting and, you know, fucking around. I thought this was going to be cool. But then all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Everything's a big fucking deal, you know? I get it. He was mad because already because we were 15 minutes late on the air and his mic is cutting out and I'm cutting, whatever, you know, because he wasn't hardwired. And he get that gets him all frustrated too, I'm sure. And then the whole thing, you know what I mean, with him telling me that I'm not going to come on his show and, you know, tell him. But he, he can come on my show and, you know, and, and bully my co-host and tell him to shut up and y'all kinds of stuff because he doesn't like him. You know what I mean? No, man, I won't be bullied by anyone, by Joey Boots or not a human being on the earth. Not even Howard Stern's going to bully me. You know what I mean? No one. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm not that person, man. I, I, I can't be that guy who eats shit. I told you that last night. I won't eat shit. I won't because I did nothing wrong and I won't eat shit. And I, you know, I'm sorry if this is a big issue and I'm sure it's, you know, boring as fuck for everyone that's listening. But cause, I don't think but, that's the case. <laughs> I think it's the opposite. But honestly, I mean, this is Joey's show, though. I mean, if you guys are not getting along at this point maybe you just shouldn't be on the show for the for this show and just do your show until you guys fucking figure this out because he shouldn't be he shouldn't be off the show man it's his show so you guys have your own show too so i don't know what else to do i mean he, well, I, I don't know what else to do either but you know what I'll, I'll i'll agree to that because i agree to lots of things to make this show happen Okay. I mean, it's the fucking so third I, show, and the host already quit the show. Right, okay. So I agreed to... You know, I did a lot of things to make the Joey Boots show happen, so I'll agree to drop off if it'll bring the Joey Boots show back. That's not a problem. I have my own show with me and Zachary Masir, and we do a great show, and it's fun. And yeah, that's not a problem, Wush. So if that's what you want, then sure, you know what I mean? Run I mean, what show. else is there to do? It's going to be really Joey's show is going to turn into You're this. Right. You're absolutely right. right, and that's that's what I'll do. You guys Let's just go fucking to trash radio. I will do that. It's just you guys fucking talk about this off of air because we aired enough of it, and I don't want to get into personal shit and then him have me pissed off and you know accuse me of wanting to air this stuff. So no, I, just I go and I'll get Joey back on, and we'll fucking figure this out. You guys work this out off the air. Okay, right. so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave now, and I'm gonna Joey's gonna go on the air and just throw me under the fucking bus for the next hour and a half. Cool. No, no, no. I'll try. Right. I'll minimize that. <laughs> You'll minimize that. Thanks, bud. I love you. All right, man. <laughs> but I mean, it's like if I get him back on and you're still here, he's just gonna hang up again. Because you guys, can you guys fucking get over this and just move on? I would love to. Right but now, he's, you know, he's got a mouth on him. And I, you know what I mean? I can't, I, I would right, let's love try to. this one more time. We'll try it one more time. If it doesn't work, I'll leave. I promise. Um, uh, I promise I will. All right. Just don't even, don't even happen. say one more thing about it. Just. Okay. Yeah. Just I'm let. done. I'm over it. Yeah. All right. Joey. Joey. Hold on one second. We got to move past this. You guys should move past this right now because this is getting out of hand. I'd love to. What are you doing, Joey? I'm waiting for him to hang up. Oh, come on. I don't need a co-host. Come on, I don't, man. Need, I don't need a co-host like that. Uh, like, you guys, I, you guys, come on. You guys are, no. you guys became friends, didn't you? Uh, no, not really. 
Oh, really, is, Joey? No, he's he think I'm, I've been bullying him. That's all I've been using him for is bully him. And, no, uh, and, 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 for, and for somebody to take personal conversations that I've had with him and air them on here, that's fucked what up. What personal conversation that's, did I air? That's, that's a that's a that's a that's a betrayal of my trust. Also, what personal conversation did I air? You just did it, man. So don't worry what, about what, it. Well, no, what personal conversation did I air? Right, we're go getting into, into this again, man. I'm not gonna go into it. You, it's uh, obvious you did so. I just I think it's kind of fucked up shit. that you guys are letting a third party fuck this shit up. Exactly. Like no, no, guy, someone who has nothing to do with no, this no, anymore. You know what? You know what? I'm sick of hearing this guy Max fucking bash me. So I haven't bashed right, you I just, once, man. I just, I, you know, he's fired as my co-host. I just don't want him on my show. All right, he's off. He's off. Good. Good. Goodbye. Goodbye, Max. All right, because you guys are gonna have to work this out. I don't yeah, know. I mean, for him to take personal conversations I've had with him and just air them like that that's that's fucked up he yeah. can go back and listen if he can't remember if he's so stupid he doesn't know what he said show three already yeah well you know sometimes you have to go through co-host to see who works <laughs> you're listening to the best of the joey boot show on podtrash.com our next clip features two favorite stern show guests johnny frotto and tabitha stevens uh they're discussing eric the midget immediately after he passed away Johnny finally gets a chance to actually speak his mind unfiltered and give a peek into the relationship he had with Eric behind the scenes. You get some insight into why Johnny chose to help Eric, and a realization that Eric was also the mastermind behind some of the most famous Sturm bits, and not Johnny. This is a clip from Episode 5, Johnny Frado and Tabitha Stevens talk Eric the Midget. Tabitha Joey Boots. Hello, Mr. Boots. Hello, Ms. Tabitha Stevens. So we're, uh, <laughs> How are you? Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for calling in. So we have Johnny on the phone right now. We were talking Hi, about Eric. Oh, hey, I just got Hi. your message. I'm in Vegas right now. So I'm like, know, oh, yeah. oh, Johnny, up for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How you, how so, you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually bored. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's so funny because all, you know, all of us, myself, my son, uh, my wife, you know, we're all looking at our phones. You know, there's no messages. There's no text messages. Oh, I know. At this be... time of day, all of our phones would be full, you know. Oh, that's oh I know. Me too. What a void. What a void to fill. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's yeah, really it's so tough. Johnny, yeah. are there any plans like you going up north to... Any kind of memorial service or funeral or anything? The memorial service was already today, and it was a nice. I, I, for me, no. I, I mean, again, I didn't know the family. I only knew him. You right. Know, and, uh, I, yeah, I didn't know if maybe you were invited. Or, uh, didn't he, want to. I didn't want to. I well, I found out last night. Y'all told me I was invited. That I wish you would have told me yesterday. Right. But um, but um. And what is it? Funeral tomorrow. I sent something very nice, and 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 uh, and uh, you know. I, I, I got to tell I'm not good with this kind of stuff, really. Yeah. You know? Who is, you know? Who's ever ready for it? Yeah. Um, so. Do you, what is the funeral tomorrow? No, it was today. It was oh, so today. the whole, the whole service. Now, was yeah. he cremated or was he buried or? Um, you know, uh, I'm not sure. Not sure. Yeah, I just. Not sure. I didn't know if there was like maybe a place that people in the future could go to, like you know, they have it, uh, like the Hollywood Cemetery, where you can walk through the cemetery and, you know, see yeah. who is buried there, pay respects. Uh, yeah, I would. What's that cemetery in Hollywood? 
the the um, forest lawn. Yeah, forest, forest lawn. lawn. That would have been great mm-hmm. if Eric could be buried there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an effort right now trying to get Eric's name mentioned during the Emmys memor- in memoriam segment. Right. And so we're, there's some people working on that right now, trying to make that happen. I think that would be really oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think that would be great, you know. Because so many times I watch that, either on the Oscars or the Emmys, and, like, you know, half the people I don't even know, you know, or it's like yeah. some key key grip in this film or something, you know. Yeah, too much. Well, I, I just I just recently I just recently uh, brokered a deal um, for the for a company called Musion and another company called Hologram USA to get together uh, – a gentleman in the United States picked up uh, uh, and, and, and now in the United States it's called Hologram USA, but I, I brokered that deal. These are the people that did the Tupac Shakur at Coachella. That was, that was great. Jackson that you saw. It's that technology to Michael Jackson you saw uh, during, oh, um, cool. during the Billboard Awards. And um, I, I would be I would love to do it, uh, an Eric Hologram for the Grammys. How cool would that be? Wow. By the way, Tabitha, I own all the adult uh, end of of the holograms uh, in the in the United States and in Canada. I am the only I am the only license holder of that license now. So oh wow! That just happened a week ago. Yeah. Now, did so, you, when you have those, is that what they use for real dolls? Like, I know that they have to do some kind of a thing as well. Do you own that as well, or? Um, because they have to do those special photos, so it's like you know. No, I, I I have the license. I have the license to the technology to to make the the holog- to uh, to 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 view the hologram, which you know, if you don't have that technology, you can't view it. Exactly. So, okay, gotcha. Congratulations, awesome. yeah. Johnny. I know that's yeah, going to go Johnny, far because I really enjoyed yeah. the Tupac Shakur uh, hologram. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, there are and some then, other ones that are just yeah, really who, un- who, un- unbelievable. Who else was it done with? It was done with somebody else. I remember afterwards. Um, there's another hologram video, but yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, well, there's a lot of them. I mean, in Europe, this this is the my, the, the man. Oh, so they who do owns it a lot. The company. Okay. Yeah, there's a man who owns the company. Is 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 a man out of Italy, and another man out of Dubai. A, a guy, a German from Dubai, owns. Okay, the I didn't even know it was and, a thing. You know that before I saw that. Yeah, there's only one way to do it. There's only one way to do it, and these guys own that technology. That's and then awesome. the technology, we, we did a license in the United States with a guy named Alki David. And, I know uh, him. Alki, I, I, I know uh, Alki. Uh, yeah. Right, so much. I, I know Alki. I have a history with Alki. Uh, right, and, and Alki is the one who ended up with the license, everything but the, but the adult content. I ended up with all the adult content. You know what? That's your so, thing on gold mine. Yeah, we have to. Well, we'll talk. We need to talk sometime. I got to talk to you about something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Tabitha. Though, I mean, what was going on with you? Where were you when you heard about Eric? Um, actually, I had saw. I'd seen it on Twitter. It was the weirdest thing, and Johnny had put it out, and I'm like. This is this can't be true, and I didn't have Jan, Johnny's new number. I had his old number, so I'm texting him like, "Where John is?" You know, mm-hmm. and then I talked to a couple right. of the people, and um, I was in Utah, and I went up to Moab, Utah, because I had to shoot some stock footage for our company that we own stock footage for, and um, so I went out into one of the um, into the Canyonlands, and I actually wrote, uh, "Be at peace, Eric." You know, you be at peace. Yeah, uh, you know, in I, my I finger in the, dirt, in the mud. Yeah, I, I just saying, I had to like to look up. You know, you guys got to understand. 
See, he died. He died the day before. So Jan, Jan and I, uh, the, the the family didn't want it. They didn't want to. Uh, they didn't want it out there. So oh. we we were holding it. We were holding it for like forty eight oh. hours. Oh, that has and, that's uh, hard. It was, it was horrifying because I'm I'm I was actually working with some people who uh, I was working with some people who 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 were doing business with Eric. You know, so uh, wow. Oh. <clears throat> That's just, you know, I was so miserable that whole day. It just, I was, I could not, I, I kept crying. My husband is just like, you know, I'm like, I just need my space. And seriously, it was a good thing I was in the Canyonlands and it was quiet and peaceful, but it was like, wow. And it just, and when I saw that, it's weird. It was pouring rain. And when I had read that, it stopped. And it was the weirdest thing, but the whole rest of the day was just calm and beautiful. And I just, was like crying throughout the day and the night. And the next day I was like, okay, this really, you know, kind of, sh- if you're in shock, you know, that crying when you're in shock and you're really sad. And then the next day I was like, okay. But then the day after that, he said, I'm like, wow. Cause I have a lot of voicemails from him and, and text still, you know, on my phone, you know, that we did. Cause you were, I would crack up cause she was so funny. And I'm like, wow, like this really, you know, it hurts so bad, you know, cause a lot of people don't realize that he and I, well, you know, Johnny, we were friends. Eric and I were very cool with each other, and I used to talk to him all the time. And it just, you know, it really, it, it really hurt, really badly, really badly. You, guys you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really happy though that that card that Marianne had created, you know, and had That's everybody awesome. sign outside the studio the other morning. Um, I'm really glad that she was able to get that to the family because I think it's. You know, because from what I understood that Marianne had communication with, like it was Jan, that they they wanted to have that card there, you know, and, and just, oh, they did? it just the names of people that signed that card was like it was amazing. Like amazing. And, and Eric, Eric. Uh, Eric probably would have hated a few people that signed it, um, but otherwise, I think he would have been really impressed. And it's just like all the mentions that he got from people. And and all the write ups that he got. I mean, it's just every like I was saying earlier. It's really amazed me at you know almost every day. Like I heard about the Yankee Stadium, you know, thing. Jeter's last day, and up on the board it said, you know, R.I.P. Eric Lynch. Hashtag bye for now. You know, that's no, how, that's so awesome. He would have loved that. But you know what, Joey? This is what made me. This is what makes me really, really sad. This is the saddest part of it. It's like, it does it take somebody having to pass away to actually be able to have that appreciation? I think more yeah. people should have maybe but come out a little bit more because he would have. He would have. He would have loved it. In the end, it's great that they do. But you but know what? Just, it, it, that that's the way it is, though. And and I, you know, I've seen yeah. it throughout life and. You know that's the way it is. It's not, yeah, it does take somebody to pass to realize how much you loved oh. them or appreciated them. I it know, does because so now sad. you don't have them anymore. Because we go through life assuming that there's going to be a tomorrow for us and for them. You know, we don't. Yes. You don't ever think I don't have tomorrow. We just right. humans don't think that way. You know, but you have to remember, we're not promised tomorrow, man. We're not promised tomorrow. You know, and we, we gotta have, be happy and appreciate all of our friends. So you guys right have, now, I love you guys. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> we have you. we have right now. You know, that's what we yeah. have. We own it. Right. You know, right now, there's nothing in the future that we are are are, are, are owed. You know, or, or right. it's not gonna. You know. 
I right. love you, Tabitha. I'm going to give you a hug right now. <laughs> uh, I give you, I'm giving you guys a hug. <laughs> Virtual hug. I know. Oh, God, I know. Johnny, man, you're a beautiful guy, man. You really are. What you did for Eric, I just, I think it was beautiful, man. You know, just like, uh, who the fuck? Yeah, anyway, I lost you. Oh, I'm saying, I'm saying, man, I, I think you're just a beautiful person. And what you did for Eric was beautiful. I mean, you helped give him a life that one would never dream of having. Well, I, I, I mean, I, I didn't do it. I mean, Johnny, you know, Howard did it, and you know. But you facilitated. I facilitated yes, it to yes. happen. Okay, and Howard, yeah. Howard, you know, was the stage for you to, you know, talk about it on. But you facilitated. Yeah. You did the, the grunt work. You know what I mean? And I think that's beautiful, yeah. man. And, and you got well, listen to me, the hero. Listen to me. The hero is Yacht. Believe of course, me. of course. Believe me, the 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 unsung hero is Yacht. And really, man. Like I tell you, I mean, I've got so much respect for that kid. He's I, a I, I I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. You know, he he uh, he, he he. Everybody should have a friend like that. You know, he was really a beautiful person. Yacht is uh, such a good person. I want to send him on an old expense paid cruise to like the Bahamas or something. So somebody yeah. really needs to. <laughs> well, Jan has a PayPal up right now, and and uh, we're we're asking people to put donations in there, and uh, it, it would be wonderful for him to be able to go out and 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 go have a nice dinner and and all of that. Right, right, right. And, Don't uh, mind a little bit, maybe over for a weekend or something. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You know what, Johnny? Tweet that out to me, and I will. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll blast it out. Yeah, and also, I, I absolutely won't. And also, the donation info for Eric's um, for Schreiner Hospital. Um, yeah, that, that would be wonderful. Eric spent all of, most of his childhood in and out of there, you know. So yeah, um, that was like work. home away from home for Eric. They do great work, and uh, yeah. and his parents wished that people that wanted to make a donation, Eric's name to donate to the Shriner Children's Hospital in uh, yeah. Sacramento. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, send me that link. Yeah, and, I definitely and, will. And, I'll, uh, and, and also the other one. And I'll, I'll blast them out, man. Johnny, I really oh. appreciate you calling into my show tonight. Oh, no problem. I, I Again, you know, like I say, I mean, I, I want everybody to understand that I know that lately, maybe in the last three or four days, I've been a little psycho. But uh, I, it, believe me, it was all for good reason. You know, okay. we understand, man. Yeah, you know still, what I mean? And you know, the other thing I wanted to say is nobody knows this. And, and I'll tell you guys this now because I can say it because I don't want anybody to make fun of it. But Eric had another best friend uh, from childhood in childhood. And that best friend, he died last week. Oh, so, shit. And so his his be- his other best friend, who was another handicapped kid, died last week. And young, leaving, and I mean, and and yeah. all the stress, you know. This other kid, stress, kid that he knew that he went to school with, I assume. Yeah, he was. It was his. It was it, uh, besides John. He was Eric's other best friend. Wow. And uh, and uh, and when he died, he hit Eric hard. You know. Do you think I mean, that's really, what what hurt Eric more, Johnny? Because of that, because I know Eric would tell me a lot. He I think John leaving. I think John leaving. Oh. Was 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 the I, I mean, let me put it this way. I mean, it would be like I, I, really a child losing a mother. I mean, I, I really. I mean, you know, the, the idea that Jan was leaving 
I mean, really, you know, oh, I, I think know. Eric knew this is the end of everything. It's the end of right of of, 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 of really being a right. man, yeah, being a man. Because he's young, he could he could still be a man, right? Yeah, you know. Now uh, but now with, with, with mom and dad, I don't think he could. Yeah, and, and, and mm-hmm. oh, Jesus! I mean, I, that I, I so hard. <sighs> yeah. So I, I and you know it was kind of like John actually wanted to take him to the hospital on Friday on right. Friday day. Right. Uh, uh, and Eric said because no. Because Jan knew. Jan, Jan it, you know. He and, said he uh, was looking hmm. yellow, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, sort of like jaundice. And you could see kidding. things were shutting down, and, and he, he wasn't, you know, like he started to not be lucid, you know. So, Johnny, what do you, what do you say to, like, the people that say, like, that Eric died of a broken heart? Well, I'd say that was, it contributed. Sure. You know, I mean, I think that's what we're saying I mean, now. I think that's what we're saying now. And that's what I believe, too. I believe it was just so much stress. Over I think it was. Way that, too, I think. I think it was a whole lot of stuff sprung on this kid in one week. I mean, I mean, yeah. a life changing, you know, as as an adult man. I mean, look at we as 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 regular people. I mean, look at how our friends and family members are affected by things like divorce, right, and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, this was worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because this was a really, it was, for Eric, I think it was a real final end. I mean, I really think he was looking at it like... He felt like he died. This, was, this is final. Yeah. He felt yeah. like he died. You know? Yeah. Oh my so God, there, was nowhere, there was nowhere for him to go. You know, I mean, he knew mom and dad are coming. And, um... So tragic. You know, I mean, you know, again, like I was saying, you know, you know, maybe, you know, maybe Jan would, you know, reach up in the closet and, and get a, you know, a porn video down or, or, you know, it didn't matter if there was porn on the, on the computer, but with mom and dad, you know, it's an, I mean, really his whole world was changed. He would always call me like, uh, he'd watch a TV show and he would call me up and say, you know, the next episode should be this. And I, I must've said it to him a thousand times, Eric, if you see it on TV, it's already me. <laughs> there is nothing going on. You can't go back. In his head, it was very simple to go back and film, you know, something new. And, oh, and no. he just didn't understand how many hundreds of thousands of dollars and all of that it took. And uh-huh. it was pretty weird because I don't think he really, and not because he was stupid, but I don't think he really had any concept of money uh, no. because he, he never carried any money. He didn't no. have to touch money. You know, so like he never had to pay for anything with his hand. So John did that, yeah, or or somebody else did it. Johnny, we have we have a call to call, and if you guys could maybe take a couple calls, Um, five one six. Joey, hey Johnny, it's uh, Mark, aka Mankind. What's up, Mankind? Um, What do you get to say, man? How you doing? Oh, I'm pretty good. I want to say, Johnny Faro, you're a true saint, and I'm sorry for the loss of. This is the one I'm, thing I do, uh, 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 you know, that overwipes the 10 bad things I did. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, do have a, I do have a question for you, Johnny. Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember way back when, when uh, Eric was, uh, f- when he first showed up at the Howard Studio at Sirius, when, back when he was, like, part of, like, I know he was still part of the show, but, like, when he showed up, like, and, like, 
he had like a whole bunch of people, like people from the Bunny Ranch. Were you also uh, responsible no. for part of it? I, I wasn't. No, listen, I was never responsible for anything. Uh, uh, I, I was more of the guy that just, you know, Howard always did that. The Stern show did that. I, I, like they said, I facilitated it. I mean, if it, if it took like getting him from point A to point B or, 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 you know, uh, accommodations or, and I negotiated, uh, a few of those things, um, you know, get, you know, uh, so that all of it would, you know, be legit. You know what I mean? I, I got involved in that part of it. And, and then, you know, obviously as a friend, but no, I wasn't involved. The Bunny Ranch thing, I, I helped with uh, doing, getting him up there or something. But, um, but no, really, I mean, that was Howard. Howard did that. You know, I, I just, I just kind of, you know, kind of like steered when, you know, when it wasn't there around Stern's people, I kind of steered the boat. Now, did Kurt Angle ever reach out to you guys yet? I think Eric did talk to Kurt Angle. I, I was never a wrestling fan, so I, I mean, I always... Um, uh, Kurt Angle wrote you know, on Twitter, he um, misses Eric. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, Eric called him. Eric Twitter Kurt Angle probably more than you have. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he, uh, he Twittered <laughs> that guy constantly. Yeah, all of the wrestlers, I think he, he knew them all, you know, and he loved that world. The world he loved the most. Hey, okay. thanks a lot, five one six man. Thanks for calling in. All right, I'll speak to you soon, Joey. Thanks, brother. Eric was really Eric was my Rubik's cube. Same Why do you say that? What does that mean? Well, because you know, again, you know, I mean, I'm around. The, I'm, you know, I have I have kids that are his age, and and uh, and uh, it, it, he was a quandary to me because everything, like, he never complained. He never complained about being in pain. I, I was with him a lot of times, and, that, and I think you were too, Tabitha, weren't you? Uh, that you could actually see that he was in pain. In other words, he yeah. didn't talk about it, but you could actually see him kind of fidget and kind of moan and, 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 and you know, kind of grit his teeth, and you, you could see it. You know, you could see it. I mean, it wasn't like something that, that uh, he could hide, you know. So I mean, I, she I, was I, too. I, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, so, so you know, I mean, again, I'm around, you know, I live in Beverly Hills, so every kid I see in Beverly Hills is complaining that, you know, the car is a year old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rather than, you know, look at this guy and, and, and tell me how many problems you have, you know, because you can't have any, really, when you look at him, all of a sudden, that's all got to go out the window. So I, I, he was, you know, and then the way he thought, his thought patterns were, were complete. I mean, he was... He was, you know, like, it's a funny thing because everybody thinks he didn't like Gary Delavate. I don't even think Gary thinks he liked him. But mm -hmm. the reality was he loved Gary. I mean, he you wanted want? to beat Gary. He wanted to yeah. beat yeah. Gary. Yeah, he could not Somehow. control Gary. I think a lot of his no. stuff was things that he got so upset about with things he could not control. And he was a control no, freak, he could, I think. He, 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 I feel like he could control Howard. And, and, and because oh Howard he knew him. that he knew and, and he, he knew, knew he that had, but he could not get past this yeah. Gary yeah he knew he had carpets so, with Howard and so he wanted to be a peer to Gary he wanted to look Gary eye to eye yeah I and love that. that and and Gary challenged him and and 
he loved Gary. He absolutely loved Gary. As a matter of fact, as far as a respect thing goes, he, he probably respected Gary more than anybody in his life. And that's the goddamn truth. That really is the truth. Because him and I spoke, you know, about that a lot, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, he would tell me all the things Gary did wrong with his job. Uh-huh. And he would keep track of everything Gary said wrong. <laughs> if Gary if Gary made, would say something like, you know, just accidentally maybe slip and put something in the wrong place or... Or, 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 you know, not call an event properly. I, I, oh, man, I, he had a whole list of that stuff. I would love to see, like, a special show on just, like, the voicemails that Eric left Gary over the years. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm oh, sure, Does I, Gary I would, have those still? I would, hope that he, I would hope that he archived those. You know, because that, that's do. gold right there. I think they do. I wish even, I had yeah. mine. Are you even publish, I wish I had I all ha- of mine. Johnny, I have even, mine. In even I have a lot of them. Little Johnny, Johnny that's, little that's amazing. Johnny Junior, Johnny Junior, and Yavanka have a lot because they don't really erase their phones. I do. I erase my phone all the time because I have too much stuff going on. Yeah. So I, I, I just, it, it, you know, just all feels unorganized if I leave stuff for years. But Johnny Junior and Yavanka have everything, and that's a amazing. lot of stuff. You know. Yeah. I would love to hear some of that someday. If his parents, yeah, you know, yeah. weren't, you know, didn't think it was, you know, and Jan was he, good. He told it. me, he told me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I was shocked that he told me. Well, maybe high pitch isn't such a bad guy. Oh. And I said, Aww. what? Oh, you're, you're, you're making me cry. You know? Now you're going to make me cry because that's like and, and, oh, and, wow. uh, and I said, what are you talking about? So I don't know how Pitch must have communicated with him or done something, um, because he was he, he was going to give High Pitch uh, uh, some props, and and he said, well maybe he's not such a bad guy. I don't want you to work with him. He told me, he, he, Gary told me, <laughs> ah, you can't do anything with him. And you know, <laughs> you know, it, it, I you know Eric had messaged me. I heard Janks do a thing on the news talking about how right after he came out that Eric had called him up to give him support. And, and let him yeah. know he's not homophobic. And, and, yeah, and, right. <laughs> a couple of months ago, Eric had the same Twitter direct messaging with me. He, you know, something, I don't know, I was writing about something gay probably right. on Twitter. And he's yeah. like, hey, by the way, I just want to let you know that I accept, you know, the two guys can get married and love each other. I just don't want uh, anybody, yeah. I just don't want anybody to think that I'm gay. You know, I'm not going to do any right. gay goals, you know, but I support right, yeah. you and I, and I like you, yeah. Joey. And, you know, it was beautiful that he, but it was also like yeah. kind of funny, you know, because like he's yeah. so innocent about it because he really believes well, he's very calculated. That, so he's very, but he's he that naive. That a good move, you know. It's a certain naivete, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he was, that he he was had. planting the seeds around in case in case that would come up, you know. That, that he, he had knew that in Hollywood, you know? as a member of the Screen Actors Guild and the American Federation <laughs> of Television and Radio Artists, that he had that it's not a good. Uh, uh, way to go about it if you're if you're homophobic you're probably not gonna, you're gonna probably get blackballed in the business you know so now I'll tell you guys something else that's funny about him probably and I'm not exaggerating at all maybe fifteen to twenty emails a month uh, Eric would get that he would forward to me of people offering him jobs now eighty percent of them were phony so I had to do that a lot. And um, and I, I always thought it was kind of 
you know, funny because a lot of the Stern fans don't really know how much I know, you know, about what's going on out here. So I know how TV shows get made and I know how movies get made and I know how it works and I know the, the protocol, you know, and, and, and they would really try to fool me, you know? So, uh, Eric was just bombarded with that, you know? So he, he kept a list for me that he would call me and then address all this stuff down the list, you know? <laughs> and, and, and I, I would almost be afraid, you know, to, to, to tell him all that one wasn't real because it would always be something he'd really want to do. Like oh. be an announcer for the Oakland A's. Like I said, naivete, <laughs> naivete, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's just what made him like adorable and like yeah. lovable. But see, and, then every now and then there would be like, when he said the ABC president wanted to talk to him, I really thought he was full of shit. That was real. <laughs> That was real. <laughs> and, and, when we, and, and when we took him, when we took him that day, um, uh, there was a movie out uh, about some guy that flies. Uh, it was a cartoon about a guy flies with balloons. Yeah. What was that movie? Oh God! I can't the movie, but it was about a guy that that he takes off in his house and, and it's by balloons. And so when we were pulling into the or whatever it was, uh, there was a big, huge billboard with a bunch of balloons. Oh, no. And I went, oh, fuck, you know, <laughs> shit. You know, I know where we're going now. And he oh, looked no. up there. I said, did you see that up there? And he went, yeah. So we get in the guy's office, and uh, the guy's talking to him, and the guy is 100% for real, 100% serious. And the guy said, so uh, let me ask a question. Uh, and, and he said, no, listen, if you're going to ask me if I fly with balloons, my answer is no. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> so, you know, that, oh uh, we God. just wasted, that, that just wasted like three hours, you know, <laughs> three <laughs> hours <laughs> without getting back, you know. Hey, we got, we got but another was, call. Oh. We got another call from 661. 661, you are on the hey, Hey, it's uh, Tommy from Long Beach. Uh, big fan, Johnny. Um, I'm very sorry for your loss. Uh, great show, Joey. Just wanted to ask, um, how involved was Eric in, in some of the stuff from the show, like the uh, when he sent you a bill for eight thousand dollars? No, no, he did do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could not believe it. No, no, that shit was real. No, 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 because you know why? I mean, I'm not saying I didn't walk him into it. Uh, uh, because I would say to him, um, you know, well, we're going to do this, you know, and just figure out what I owe you, you know, and uh, I'm going to take it out of the company. So don't, you know, don't worry about how much it was. So I kind of set him up to make it high. Uh, you know what I mean? But, but no, he, he did that. He would do that. <laughs> that was real. So Johnny, did you, you know? did you kind of manipulate him a lot to kind of like, cause, cause like I said, he's naive. In a, in a sense, so did you kind yeah. of manipulate him a lot to maybe believe certain things and then call, get angry over it and call him the show? No, no, you know, I, I did. Yeah, well, I, I, it wasn't manipulation. Were you pushing his buttons? Like, it, it, it was more of a massaging. Yeah, you know what it's I mean. A nice way uh, of Eric, it. You, you you couldn't manipulate him, but what I could do was kind of almost pimp him, you know, to make him, you know, take a negative or I mean, like he. he he, he kind of used me like the meter of uh, should I be happy or mad about this? Right. You know? And so a lot of the times I would, You'd you know, I'm not right say I didn't plant a million seeds. <laughs> I, I, I did. I mean, I, I did plant the seeds. Yeah. And, uh, and, 
And so I always thought it was, you know, that, that was interesting because kind of like to see what would happen. And, and uh, mostly, mostly uh, things happened, uh, you know, you know, I mean, uh, the way they the, the way they went down, you know, it's usually kind of, you know, what you think is going to happen. But was it? It was organic, though. I mean, I mean, organic, there was no exactly. like, I like we never communicated with anybody from the Stern show or anything. I mean, no, of that was Howard. Howard no. was knew was how to real. how to make it go down that road. You know. Yeah, I mean, I do. I you know, I'll say, I do. I, that's the kind of that's the same relationship I have with say Hypergeric. You know, like I can yeah. I can manipulate him. Which is like maybe a, a negative word, yeah. but I could I could I could I could mold him a certain way, push him a certain way, make him believe a yeah. certain mindset, and it's not like I'm telling him to fake it. I'm actually doing this because I know how to push his buttons the right way to get him to react a certain way because of the way he thinks right. it is. So I mean that's the way I do it, and it's the same thing I'm sure that you did with Eric. There, it sounds like um, I just think it was fascinating, though. You know, so many times Eric would call into the show. And you'd be on the phone with him, and we'd hear you snoring. You know, he, he was, yeah. you, you usually fall asleep. It was pretty much a given. Yeah. Oh, that was his biggest. You know, that was just like made deep with me too. Was the falling asleep? You know, was was you know because this is you got to realize that this. I mean, he lived for those moments. Those were the moments. For uh, you know, if 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 I feel bad about anything. Uh, I feel bad about the last couple of months that I didn't uh, go with him on it. Right. Kind of hoping he would, you know. Um, but but he but he did anyway, you know. Uh, you know, trying to get him to to slow down and 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 all of that because we, me and Jan knew the stress was getting to him. So thank God, you know, the show took it easy on him too. But and so you know, we kind of. You know, we're trying to get him to not do it, and and the show was taking it easy on him. So, you know, I mean, um, he wasn't getting that satisfaction. He wasn't having that argument with Gary that he wanted. You know, he would rather fall with Gary than Howard. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, he 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 liked when Gary. Well, because Gary fall. put up a fight. Well, yeah, and then he always felt like he won. <laughs> you and, know, like you know I what mean, he really did because. You know, once it was played yeah. on the well, show, because Howard was, it, it, you rooted really for, I, I don't know, I did. I rooted for Eric all the time. You know, whenever the calls, Gary would play the calls or say what Eric was calling him about. I love that he had such balls. No, but yeah, but, Gary was kind of like the, the big brother that lost and, and Eric was the little brother that always seemed to win just because he's the little brother, you know. Yeah. And not because maybe he's right. You know, just Howard always took Eric's side at and Eric knew that, so he, he, he reveled in that. That was another thing. He would call me, you know, and he'd just be elated and ecstatic every time something like that happened, you know? Yeah. And I think the last one, like Howard's birthday, Eric knew that he couldn't go to Howard's birthday. He knew that. Right. And, uh, and I thought that was funny, too, because Gary was, was, was telling the truth when he said... I offered him, you know, we, we would have done it anyway. There was no way he could do it. He was really connected to oxygen and everything 100% of the time. And, and, and nobody knew that, even when he was on the show. So, you know, obviously, who's he going to blame? <laughs> right. So I thought that was funny when I got up that morning and it was all my fault. 
and uh, you know that's that's part of it. And he was he was very kind enough to explain to me that as as the manager, that I have to kind of take these hits sometimes because that's what managers do. So I always thought that was kind oh, of. Oh, he let you know that. that. Oh, he let me know. Yeah, because he didn't want <laughs> me to be mad. Now, did you take your fifteen percent? But but he did want never never made a dime. <laughs> what kind of manager okay. are you, man? I'm a terrible manager. That's why I'm telling other people that call me and don't manage me. I'm like, I'm, you don't want me. I'm no good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus, but, Donnie. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, let, let me ask you, man. Like the week before he died, he, he called, what was it that he called the show? And he talked about the fact that he was mad at you because he was yeah. supposed to come down to L.A. and you had supposedly screwed something up. And I think that really, really upset him because he needed to get out. From in front of his computer, and he, he was sounded like something he was really looking forward to. He he was looking forward to it, but he there was no way he could do it. I can tell you that right now. What was going on? There, what, what was happening? Too, too many medical issues. They were they were too concerned about him doing anything. Who was? Um, no, he 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 wanted to defy all of that. But and, who were these uh, people no, that were concerned about no what, him? That, who were these yeah. people that oh, expressed no. concern? Well, the parents, the doctors, and all of that, you know. I mean, okay. mostly the so, doctors. So I guess you heard all this through Jan. Well, I knew, yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, like I knew while, while it was going on that they're really, you know, he really wasn't that mobile. There was, you know what I mean? I mean, at that point, there was oxygen 100% of the time. It wasn't like he could right. take it off during the day and go. I mean, right. he, was, he, was, he was the other on all, all day. Right, he would need an ambulance to drive him down there. Right, right. So Jan, you know, Jan would go in his room and he would already be gone. That was my biggest fear. Yeah. And 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 so I'm I'm happy the way it happened. You know that he was in a hospital. It's awesome that his parents were there with him. You know what I mean? That's yeah. When Jan, yeah, yeah, Jan, Jan really, you know, got the parents there quick and that that's and 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 the whole nine yards. You know that comforts me. I would, you know, me personally, I would hate to die. And not die with people that I love, you know, around mm-hmm. me. Yeah, you know, I just it yeah. would, it, it horrifies me just the thought, you know, because yeah. it's just the most important thing, man. Just be able to, like, yeah. you know, to be with someone and hold their hand when they die and they mm-hmm. and they pass yeah. on. I, right. it's, yeah. it, listen, I, I went through it with my mother, and it was just like mm-hmm. it was such a spiritual, mm-hmm. beautiful. It, you know, it was it sucked because my mother died, but it was a beautiful mm-hmm. moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was beautiful, yeah. and you know, well, and he, death. Death, you can find beauty and love and all that. And, yeah. You know, I'm, I, I keep yeah. hearing of this, and I keep hearing it. You know, through someone like Jan, who is that? You know, just that channel that just like I don't know. The guy's so beautiful to think of how he sacrificed no, he, his life for Eric. Yeah, this is a 39 year old yeah. guy, and he was yeah, uh, not looking, not looking for nothing, not looking. I don't for know a party, if he had a, not looking for a new pair of shoes, not yeah, looking I mean, for a he, car. I don't know if he had a girlfriend or anything, but you know. No, no, no. How yeah. could he? Right, exactly. What a how sacrifice! I hope that happens for him now. And, um, and, and Joey, I, I want you to understand that some of my behavior this week is wasn't coming from. It was coming from a place that, you know. Uh, listen, I know people busting are busting balls. Busting balls is good, but. Don't ever let it go too far, especially yeah. with someone you know yeah. is fragile. You know, yeah. that's all. Yeah. I, I don't think people appreciated that as much as, you know, just yeah. having thought to you now, 
you know, well, it's like a few we're, people. Yeah. I mean, look at the million. It's like I said, Eric focused on those five people or those six people uh, when there were thousands of people that loved him. He focused yeah, on I those mean, but, ones, and that's yeah, what you know. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of stuff yesterday happening on Twitter regarding Gonzo, mm-hmm. who had a write up on TMZ saying, saying right. he had started a fundraiser to. to, to mm-hmm. People make donations to the disease that Eric had. I forget. It's called something. Hello, something. Um, And when I read that article, I was like, oh, that's beautiful. I think that's really a nice gesture. But there's some people really got ticked off about it. I think you did also. Well, I Um, did only because I I know that Eric wouldn't want him involved in this final rest. Of course not. Eric didn't want him. I I mean, I guess, I mean, mean, he was channeling. I I, I was actually turning into Eric, okay? But I think, I think. And and, and I was typing on the thing, you know, and, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, Jan called me and said, fuck, what are you losing your mind? You're acting like Eric, you know? Really, you know, I I, I really kind of, you know, only because he hated the kid. And, you and know, uh, they, he did get along, they did get along at times. They did. And, yeah, I, I know, I know. I know. They even, know, they, know, even, know they, even, they even conspired on shit together a couple of times. Right. And know, Johnny. There was no malice coming from him. I could tell you that honestly. I understand. But, I understand. And I just, I really think I think this was just, you know, it wasn't, listen, if this all would have happened two weeks ago, it would have been different. The idea that it happened. The day before, I mean, this guy should not I call it poor judgment. That's all poor judgment. Yeah. So, yeah well, you, you know, know what? It's like, hey, you know, hey, could you not do this? Because maybe it would freak his parents out or yawn, and, and that would have been great. I think, man. But like, there's so yeah. many people attacking Gonzo Shikog on Twitter. Yeah. And well, he, that's, he I was going to ask him. Took down his Twitter think account. About the TMZ uh, article that uh, was written about uh, Eric and Gonzo. Right. What do you think about yeah. that? Well, I mean, I, you know, I mean, obviously, if it's a legitimate, real uh, a foundation, then I think that it's wonderful. But the idea that he put his name in there with Eric's name in death, I don't. I really yeah, don't. I mean, it would be like, you know, uh, one of your loved ones, because I know that this kid really uh, upset Eric the week of his death and even the and day That's the only thing that it really hits people hard. Is poor yeah. timing. Well, you know, he's uh, like I say. There's, there's, there one Eric, and that's it. I don't think we're ever going to see the likes of anything like that ever again. I think that was a, a once in a lifetime kind of deal. You know, I'm, I'm never going to forget. So, but, yeah, never. So I'm, I'm excited to see um, uh, what's going to happen with Jan. I, I, I'm praying that everything works out for Jan. Please keep and, us uh, posted, man, as to what's going on. Yeah, with I will. I, I will. I will. I know he's and on uh, Facebook at Jan, J-O-N, Johnson. Right. And, uh, and that's on Facebook. Uh, I have, I tried to friend him, but I have, like, the limit on friends. So I have to wait until right, somebody yeah. drops off before I can friend him. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you can follow him there. Or you could be like stuff. Eric and kick everybody off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't do that. That was I, my other favorite thing about Eric. How quickly he would kick you off of his friend list. Yeah, I, and I, I was there I, when he. Was, I blocked people on Twitter. He would. He would excommunicate people all day long. You know, they, they would be yeah, forever. You know, they were gone. Yeah, Usually, no people don't care, and they're just like you know, they're grateful to have someone following them. And here's Eric throwing them off. Is throwing them off? Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> 
if he had never thrown anyone off, I don't even know what the numbers would be. It would be they would be staggering. Oh, hold on, guys. What? Okay, I'm coming. Okay, guys. Uh, listen, it was great talking to you. Thank you for the lovely tribute to Eric. If you need anything, please call me, Joey. I'll work on the blue mark. All right, brother man. I love you. All right, guys. Take it easy. Hansy's a guy we all know as a major conspiracy theorist on the Stern Show. But anytime he calls the Stern Show, he's regulated when it comes to truly expressing what he thinks. Joey had a discussion with Hansy in which he was given free reign to dive deep into his mind and actually feel comfortable expressing those theories. Later, High Pitch and Jeff the Drunk join in and add some levity to the conversation. Check this out. This is from Episode 7, Hansy, Jeff the Drunk, and High Pitch Eric. Hello? Is this Hansy? Hello? Hey, what's up, Hansy? What's up there? It's low-pitch Eric. What's going on, Eric? Hey, what's up, buddy? I love when he does that deep voice. <laughs> He's like, nobody will recognize my voice. I'll make it deep. What are you guys doing, man? Nothing, man. Like, I was on Twitter before, and I saw you tweeting Amanda Bynes. She's tweeting some crazy shit, dude, about microchips planted in her head. Don't pay attention to anybody. They, they, they're... They're 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 maligning her and, and and talking shit about her in the press and on you know on the news and and, and just on social media and and she's like uh, she had accused her father the other day of having molested her and then retracted it saying it was because of the chip in her head that she had said those things but her father though was guilty of having the chip implanted in her head you seem to be kind of like endorsing what she's saying you know what I mean you you kind of agree with a lot of what she said. I'm on. I agree. I'm just retweeting. And second, I'm just. I, I'm. I'm because like I'm into that conspiracy thing. It's yeah, but do you like, really think that this girl had a microchip planted in her head? Well, I believe that the, the, anyone who's a part of that whole Disney Nickelodeon thing from when you're you're famous when you're a little kid, I believe that there's like something up with like a lot of these chicks. And, like, they're going to say, like, oh, they're just crazy. But I've seen way too much thing between, like, Britney Spears and all these other childhood types who are coming out and saying shit. Like, like Lindsay Lohan um, deleted her tweets, like, a couple of years ago where she was talking about how some how some, um, some dude was following her from... Um, like somebody recovered the, somebody like posted the tweets back up on like YouTube, whatever. But she's talking about how like these Freemasons keep uh, harassing her and keep following her, and then they, 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 those tweets got deleted. So I'm, I'm just retweeting. I, I'm not saying she's right, but to me, there's something weird going on. I'm not going to just believe what the mainstream media says. <laughs> I, I, I listen, Hansi. I, I find a lot of this shit like amusing, you know what I mean? But at the same time, this girl is totally mentally ill. You know, she she was in a mental hospital for a while. Her parents were able to put her in a hospital after she started doing some bizarre behavior here in New York. And they put her in the hospital. She got out. She sounded like she was great when she got out. You know, she was talking the program. And I think she was going to a 12-step program. And, and she was getting the help that she needed. You know, for her mental illness, because people actually do have mental illness, Hansi. And, and and a lot of times it's like when you're the one that has it, it's hard to recognize it. So, but, you know, but, but, but so yeah, many but people are saying this. Don't you think there's some validity to it? And it's not no, just no. that she has a microchip in her head? 
Look, I think the most people, uh, I think the, the majority of people um, are full of shit when it comes to, like, I believe most people in the system uh, come up with, re like, they're fucked up as well, and then they eventually get, like, brainwashed into um, <laughs> conforming into what what's supposed to be said, and anyone who doesn't agree with it goes, yo, yo, yo that, that person's mentally ill, that person's mentally ill. Like it, it, it's probably gonna happen to me, but I mean, maybe I'll be kidnapped into a room, and then all of a sudden next week I'll be like, "Yeah, you know all that stuff that I was saying about conspiracy? Yeah, it's not true. Yeah, I man, I was just bullshit. I, I needed I needed help the whole time. Like, uh, I bet you I'll be conformed somehow. I bet you like. What, why do you have to call it conformed? Why can't it just be you'll be helped someday and, and come back to the person you were intended to be before you got ill? There was a point in your life, I think, when you got ill. But, uh, I, I, it depends how you look at it because I I, I don't really believe that uh, that people are like I don't really think that's ill. Or whatever. Hold on a second. I mean, Hold some on. people are born that way with a chemical give, imbalance give, in their give, head. Give you know, some people are born with a chemical imbalance in their head. Sometimes they develop it, you know, through the chemical imbalance and in in the life around them. They you know they they develop a certain way. You know, mentally ill. Um, are you still there with me? Hello? Yeah. Yo. Now, I was saying, man, I think a lot of people are born that way with the chemical imbalance in their head. And then also some people develop it through their environment. It's environmental and it's also social, you know, chemical imbalance. And it's like the perfect storm. They meet together and, you know, the person develops a mental illness, you know. And it, it's usually at a younger age where this starts. And it just, you know, like I know with me, I, I listen, I, you know, I've been, I've had some serious illnesses through my life, you know, and it, I, can, I can almost pinpoint, you know, it was a very young age, man, when I started thinking crazy, you know, and I started having crazy thoughts and, 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 and acting out in certain ways. And, and it, you know, it wasn't until like a, a lot older that I became really aware of it. And that was through people and that, that, you know, I didn't think wanted to help me, but then through the help that I eventually did get. You know, that I became aware, I became self-aware of myself. And it's not that I was conforming to anything. It was that I was actually, you know, being informed about, you know, what was going on with me. And, and I was able to help myself, you know, because a lot of it, you know, I got help from a lot of people. But a lot of it was me, too. I had to do for myself, you know what I mean? And it's a lot of it's about self-awareness and self-honesty. You have to be really honest with yourself and to be self-aware, you know. and. Yeah, I could, I could be self-aware, and still recognize that that what's it called that most that most human beings are uh, from from the beginning we're like like we're all like um, from the beginning we're all like um, like we're all uh, uh, hunted on like we like they're they're aware of like. Like, there's way more that goes on than us just being born and just being random human beings. Like, like I, 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 I really try to buy that from, like, all the information that they have on you from when you're a kid and shit. Who? Who's them? What is this information? The government. <laughs> what, do you, what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean exactly, though? Like, your, like your, like your blood test. Your, like, just, 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 just the amount of information they have on you. And 
and how much like I just believe that the technology was is way more advanced and 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 they've been able to like spy on us from like a far distance and pick and choose who they want. But okay, this guy is gonna be this uh, over over here in the uh, the political. Uh, political world. This person's gonna be in the scientific world. Oh, this person's gonna be messed up, so he's gonna be in the in the showbiz world. Because if he comes out with crazy con- conspiracies, no one's gonna believe him because he's part of show business. Like, like that type of shit. Like, I I believe that there's more than what they lead on, and I think they've tried to dumb us down. And who's they? The higher powers in the world. Yeah, I just don't think they spend that much time thinking about us, man. I think they're, you know, too busy doing what they do to make them fucking well-known and famous and running the world and, you know, making money for themselves. And I just don't think they think that much of us that we're, the, you know, there's somebody behind a fucking curtain, you know, running the show. I just don't. It's, does, it's not true. Yeah, but Joe, even if, it, even if it is true, someone like you who's kind of in the system is not going to admit it. I'm, I'm not saying- what, do you, what do you mean I'm in the system? What does that mean? I'm not saying that like you're one of the bad guys. Like I, I believe you're one of the good, good ones. Thank but, you. Um, but I, but but I think that I, I want to say you say it's probably like a little bullshit in the sense that you you've been behind the curtain and you, and, you, and you know what really goes on and you're one of the guys who actually like, oh no yo yo you should get help nothing crazy is going on and all that type of shit. And I'm not saying that. You're wrong in the sense that maybe you're dumbed down for a reason. In the sense that maybe your mind shouldn't be able to handle all this, uh, all this like insane shit that's going on, and maybe you, you get like programmed into like becoming a regular person. You get all those um, thoughts erased from your head or something like that. But there's way more that goes on than what is let on, man. And I, I just, I listen. I have no. Evidence of that. I'm just speculating as a eat my Burger King whopper. But what well, Bob did? Bob didn't cook you dinner tonight. No. Nah. Does I, mom? I, I, does mom usually cook for you? Sometimes I, I make something for myself, but so you, don't, you, don't, you don't sit yeah. down as a, you don't sit down as a family and have dinner. No one does. Or not really anyone in my house. No, not really. Oh, that's sad. That's sad. Go ahead, hey, Eric. Hanzi. Hey, Hanzi, what's for dinner tonight? He just said. Burger King, man. He just fucking said it. Burger What are you going to have? Uh, Whopper. How many, how many Whoppers do you have? One. <laughs> how many do you have, man? When when Eric right. ate Burger when no when you ate Burger King how many would you have? Like three or four. Right. Holy yeah. shit, man! And what I else, Eric? I can't handle that shit. I can't handle. I know. And what else, Eric? On top of the three or four. And, and a large shake. What about French fries? No. What about an apple pie? Yes. Yes. What about like chicken nuggets or something? No. You don't have an appetizer. No. no. Okay. So a large shake and three or four Big Macs and, yes. an, apple, and an apple pie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad those days are gone, Eric. I know, right? But Hansi's a big guy, too. He's no, he's no skinny guy. Hansi, how tall are you? I'm like 5'8". 
five seven yeah. maybe. How much do you weigh? Like two hundred fifty five. Oh wow, man! Yeah, I know. Wow. You know, it's not all fat though. At least a little bit's muscle. At least a little bit. <laughs> no, dude, no, there ain't too much muscle going on there, man. Cut it out. That's fat, dude, man. Dude, you're five eight and two fifty five. Like, like, dude. I listen. I'm a fat guy. I'm the first to say, hello, I'm fat. You know, but at the same time, you know, I know, like that. That's fat, man. And uh, do you have you ever thought of like, you know, like trying to eat right and maybe trying to go to the gym or something? You got a lot of free time. I do go to the, I do go to the gym. That's, that's why I'm saying that. Like a lot of other than my stomach, like a, a lot of it is like on my chest and. My so, dude, arms, it's, 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 it's a little bit massive there. Yeah, so if you go into the gym all the time like that, do you know that if you dropped like 55 pounds, 60 pounds, you'd be ripped? But I, I'd, rather be, I'd rather be strong than just be ripped. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather have strength. Yeah, but strong doesn't mean fat on top of all your muscle. Yeah, no, but I, I don't care how I look. I just only want just to be str- I just want to be stronger, like, even you if you're killed or not. You should care how you look because that's, you know, you start, it's a reflection on how you feel about yourself. You know what I mean? You should care, you know, if you're good looking or not, you know, fat or fucking yeah, skinny, muscular. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be good looking. So, I mean, I mean, obviously, yeah, I have to change the way I fucking eat. But Dude, I mean, you're Pakistani, right? Well, Can't your family ever get like old school and like arrange a marriage for you? Marriage, man. Well, I mean, you can have a wife and then get laid, and maybe her family will pay a dowry, and you know, it could be, you know, something good, man. That maybe a business give you like a gas station or something, or Dunkin' Donuts or fucking yeah. bodega. Uh, 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 you know, I just, you know, honestly, I don't. I, I, honestly, I, I'm, I'm happy to jerk you. Like, listen, if I get laid, I get laid. That's cool. Yeah, but um, what are you, gonna, what are you gonna do when your parents aren't around anymore? I don't know. You know, do they own the house? Maybe I do. I don't know. You don't even know, and you got a you got a you got a, you got a younger brother, right? Yeah. Does he work? Yeah. He's got a regular life, right? I think like they're all part of like a secret society type. Shit. <laughs> does I your brother have a, your brother has girlfriends and all? I think he does, but like just a part of his life that like he doesn't tell me, maybe so I don't. So like, uh, does he look? Is he disappointed in you? Probably. Yeah. Do you ever run into people that you went to school with, like around your hometown? Yeah, I, I, I try to avoid that because I'm gonna say, yeah, I've been, I've been in my base in the past five years, do nothing. Right. I can I can imagine. Yeah. Did you ever go to any high school reunions? I, I there hasn't been one. Yeah. Oh, how many How many years have you been out of high school? I'd say 2002. How old are you? It was it was weird in, in, in my high school because um, there's five years in high school for um, in in Canada up to a certain like, up to up until two thousand three like I used to just call it grade thirteen but it's called <laughs> OAC but like you can fast track and go and do four years but if you did you needed five OAC credits to get into university and then. If you just want to go to college, you didn't really need the OAC credits. And some people use their OAC credits 
during like the four years, so they didn't have to do a fifth year. You know what I mean? And I, I, I didn't, I only got like one OAC, but like, but like I, I still took the full five years in in in, in Canada, or whatever. So how old are you? Uh, thirty-one. You, have you ever thought about going back to school, going to college, or even a tra- or even a trade school? Nah, I don't know. Isn't there anything? Isn't isn't there anything you want to be? You know, instead of just like being in the basement all the time, the guy calls the Howard Stern show. Isn't there like a career that you ever want to have? Something you want to do? Something you enjoy doing? I don't know. I kind of wanted to just jerk off in a coffin and, and go to hell. You know? <laughs> oh God, it's sad. It's sad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, listen, me, right? Like, I've always aspired to be an actor. <clears throat> Excuse me, that's my bronchitis coming up still. And uh, so, like, recently, it took me a while to do this, man. Like, I've done some plays, and I sent a feature film a couple of years ago, did some TV shows, and I'm in, I'm in the Screen Actors Guild now. And, you know, like, I've been slowly trying to do this, you know? And now I was able to actually get into, like, one of the best schools, the acting schools in the country. It's a two-year program I just started three weeks ago. And it's amazing, you know, because it's, like, something I really want to do. And I'm, like, so... You know, I, I dove in headfirst on this stuff, man. I was like, I, you know, I just love going to class every day. I love all my classes. I love what I'm doing. It's really tough. I'm doing things that I never thought I would do. Like, I'm taking dance. And, you know, like, now I'm learning the Argentine tango. And uh, I've already, you know, there's a lot of physicality in acting uh, school, in this acting program. It's very involved. So there's a lot of physicality. And I've already gone down one pant size in a week, in, in three weeks. And uh, I look forward to, like, being really skinny by summer. Uh, it's it's amazing. And it's amazing when you get to do something that you really love to do. You know, and that's what I'm working towards. And I, I really think that there's got to be something out there that you would love to do, you know, that, you know, that you could do. And I don't know if it's welding or if it's cooking, you know, no, or. I, I want to do, I want to do stand up. but Dude, why don't you go out and go hit some open mics? But here's the thing. I'm willing to do it, but here's the thing. I think that I've created a personality for myself on the Stern Show. You have. That, and a lot of people have made money just making appearances. That I'm able to just make money off showing off somewhere. And I would like to do that first before. Yeah, but that's every now and then you could do that. Like, I know you got a gig coming up with Shuli soon in BC, right? I do, but. I don't know, man. I, I I just and those things pay well. I know they pay well, but it's like you're not going to have that all the time, and you can't expect that all the time. And Howard's yeah, not going to be around all the time. You know, make something for yourself, man. I mean, just start hitting open mics. You got a fucking wealth of material, dude. Your calls to the Stern Show are epic. You know, just your your life itself. I mean, the way it is, it's like you know, you're living in your mother's basement. You're 31. Your whole conspiracy thing. You know, everything, I don't know, just everything you talked about all the time, the wrestling, everything is amusing. It's really funny. And you, I, I know you can appreciate it for the comedy that it is, even though, it's your, even though it's your real life. <laughs> so I think, you know, going out and getting to, you know, to an open mic and getting over that initial anxiety of, you know, being in front of people and exposing yourself that way live, it's different than calling into a radio show. You know, you're actually there in front of people. I, th- I think that's something that you could really do and you could excel at, dude. I think you could really excel at it. And that's fun. But see, the thing, 
I think that if, wherever I decide to go to open mic, that people will know people will know in advance that I'm there, and 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 and, and uh, the venues will will make a shitload of money off me being there. And then that's I'll, a good thing. That's a good thing. No, because then, then, then you become in demand. Exactly. And you can and you can start, you know, making some money. Some so food. you gotta put yourself out there, man. I'd like to see you do it. I would come up to Canada just to see you perform at a comedy club. I was supposed to go with uh well, I won't even talk about that. I won't talk about that kid because the deal never went through. I'm in school now. I can't take opportunities sometimes because of my uh, schedule. I'm like in school full time and it's just oh I love it. I do. I seriously love what I'm doing right now. I love my life right now, man. My life is really good right now. You know, it, you know, it's not the way I want it to end up. You know, it's, you know, I have higher aspirations, but at this time right now, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now, doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'm really content with that. You know, very much. I hope, um, I hope, I hope we're living in the generation where, like, we're allowed to like go back in time some in so, so, somewhere, like down the line. You know? Yeah. Don't you wish? That would be great. I mean, uh, but what would we do? Would you change anything? Is that why you want to go back in time? Part of of me thinks that the first time the life went went around, we fucked up. And right now we're living in in, in the redoing of it. I don't think it's about redoing. I think it's about living today for today. There's no future promise to us. There's nothing in the past that we can change. It's about, like, living today... And you can make the change right now. You can do it right now. You don't have to fucking go in the past. You don't have to go in the past to change it. I think this is the second second time that we're we're doing this in life. Hey, Cola, turn off your radio. We're going to bring you up in a second. Turn off your radio. Okay. Go ahead, Anzi. Oh? That was the Cola on. Hey, 516, go ahead. Hey, what's up, Tony? Brad, Matt Speaker. What's up, Eric? What's up, Hey, Andy? Brad. How are you, buddy? Hi. Very well. How are you? Good. Good, good. Listen, Hansi sounds kind of lazy. He sounds I like he's got a whole I think, lot- I think that's something you develop. I mean, listen, I became lazy, too. I think it's something you develop. You know, it's, it's his mental yeah, well, illness, got- man. It's his mental illness. I don't blame it just on being lazy, though. I mean, I think well, that's a byproduct. Like, it sounds like everything, every... Uh, Suggestion you gave him, he was looking for the easy way, like the appearances or whatever else. No, I'm and just like saying if I if I made a name for myself, that I should be able to get paid like other people have for making appearances. And but like Joey said, you, you can't just expect it, and you can't expect it all the time. And people aren't just going to pay to see and actually, shake your hand. Actually, no, no, no. It's, it's actually it's been happening in my in my life actually, where I've made appearances and people have. Uh, Mm, that's that's gonna wear out. It's gonna wear out real quick. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah, Joey yeah, said, still, I, yeah, but still, I, I deserve that that money that people have made yeah, off but, me. But I don't think you deserve anything. But Listen, Hansi, nobody yeah, deserves well, anything. Well, well, you called in, so fuck off. And second, go die. I don't give a fuck what you <laughs> think. So you don't know but, shit. Listen, go, go fuck your Listen, if you, if you have the attitude that you deserve the, okay. deserve everything, you're not gonna Shut get anything. Listen, do what Joey said. Go to an open mic. Don't be lazy. Listen, like Joey said, you have all, all kinds of funny material. 
All right, then sit in your mother's basement. I can't help you then. All right, cool. Bye. Bye. Hey, hey yep. Hansi, yeah. it's Hansi, Hansi. Hansi, Hansi. You say Hansi, I say Hansi. Let's call the whole thing off. So <laughs> if, if, like, if you go to open mics, it's not doing an appearance, dude. That's something you're doing for yourself, to benefit yourself, to, to work your craft. It's like you want to build muscles, you go to the gym and work out so you look good and you build muscles. You want to build your, 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 your comedy craft, you go to the gym and you work out. That means going to open mics and doing that. And you might have to fail a bunch of times, but eventually you, you develop this craft and you become good. And that's when you can start getting paid. You know what I mean? And you, it's not an appearance. It's something you're doing for yourself. It's like going to the gym. That's the way I'm trying to look at it, you know? And that's the way I see it for you, Hansi. No, I, I see, but I, I also see that, that the, the, a lot of people have a... Uh, and it, this is a, unbeknownst to me, so this is just a theory before anyone goes, oh, this guy's crazy. A lot of people have made money off me appearing places. Okay. I haven't, got, I haven't gotten the dime that I'm owed, and part of me feels like... Why and and I'm not saying this is right. I'm not saying that I'm totally right in the situation. But I'm just saying that I'm not going to take full responsibility for everything that's happened when the other people in higher position have helped provoke that. Listen, I don't know what kind of appearances you made where you didn't get compensated, you know, uh, nicely for it. I, I, I know when Julie, who had a baby girl, this today. Thank you, putting that out there. Julie had a baby girl. And um, but yeah, I know. Anytime he's worked with you, I know he's compensated you generously. Um, I who are these other people that would make money off of you? Well, hold on a second. I I was told to come to the block party, and I I'm not saying that I was the main attraction there. But during Shuli's set, people uh, there were people who were like, "Oh, we want hands, you know, we want hands," and Shuli had to interrupt and go, "Yo, okay, he's coming on afterwards." Like. Out. I'm just saying there are people there that, that that receive me, and I didn't get compensated. Maybe uh, like how wait, I said wait, I, were you on the bill, or did you just show up to go to his show? They're, they're asking. Hold on, this is my theory. I don't, I don't think they. I think, well, like I said, like how I think that Stern show compensates my parents, maybe in my name or something like that. I think that was compensated, but it's always. Listen, I, I know. I, listen, I know. I think I know the incident you're talking about. Like you, you weren't on the bill, but you were invited to come see them at the show. I think they, I think they comped you to come see the show, and I think they offered to introduce you to the audience while you're there. Is is you know, it's just a nice gesture, introduce you to everybody. You know, I have a, Can I chime you know, in? And I, and I think Julie even threw I'm you a hundred bucks. But, 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 I think she even threw you a hundred bucks for that. But Debbie, the pet lady, and all the other people—they got paid for their appearance, though. Yeah, but that was an appearance. Then you were you were going to a comedy show that you were comp to go to, as, not as an appearance. Okay, and then he no, introduced you, okay, and he still gave you hundred dollars. Joey, can I just guess what kind of show you have? Because this is what I predicted that that would happen. That you you wanted on, you were going to have me on with a bunch of stuff where where if any theory I put out there. You're gonna reject and go. Oh, like you're gonna think. You're gonna think like a like you. You're gonna do what regular people do. Like anything that I'm gonna say, you're gonna re- re- reject it and make it seem like it's crazy. And, and listen, it, it is crazy. It is crazy. But no, I just I just supported you on your whole doing stand-up comedy thing. So you, your your theory is off on right there. 
you know, I support that. It, it, it isn't that off. I'm, I'm just thinking any... any it is a little crazy, off. Uh, well, uh, well, do you disagree? See, my, my thing is, I think you intended on, like, an argument. To not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. all I just want... All these podcasts that want me on, they want me to go fucking crazy. But, dude, I'm not looking for that. I'm talking to you calmly, and I'm not looking for that. You don't have to do that on my show. I'm not looking for that, dude. I'm just actually speaking to you from my heart. That's all. That's all I'm doing, dude. I'm being honest with you. And, and there's no uh, fucking conspiracy here. There's no, like, I'm going to try to do this and try to push his buttons and stick him, poke him with a stick. I'm not doing that, man. I'm just speaking honestly how I feel and having that discussion with you. No, no, fine. Fair enough. If that's what you're doing, that's cool. But my whole thing is because you're kind of associated with the sh- with the show, you can't bl- blame um, um, blame me for being skeptical about what. Like, you can do it. You you, you could like, kind of get me riled up in a passive aggressive way. No one says you have to be like confrontation. There's different ways. See, that's like the whole mental uh, the mental issue with, uh, with how everything is organized. You can. Find ways to tweak someone. Just know what. Listen, this is a stern show. I'm not doing that, man. But hey, we got some callers, man. Haunty, if you if you could take some calls. Let, yeah, yeah, and I know there's going to be more callers telling me that I'm crazy. No, you don't know what they're going to say. I have no idea what they're going to say. Uh, if they're dicks, I'll hang up on them. It's, you know, you don't have to. I'll, I'll just like scream over them. But that's, that's hey. cool. Man. Go ahead. Two and two. Five one eight. Go ahead. Are you, are you guys saying off? Hello. Hey. This, yeah, what's going on, man? What's up, man? What is that, Jeff? I think what's it's going Joey. What's up, Jeff? How are you, buddy? It's handy. I got the whole fucking... All right, how are you? I got Jeff. Hey, can you guys call me? You on? No, this is like the most unorganized shit going on. What's happening, man? The conspiracy, Nancy. Fuck you, Jeff. Fuck you, Nancy. Fuck you in the fucking uh, trailer you rode in on. Fuck you and your mother. Jeff, is that you taking a hit? No, that was Angie, I guess. This is awful. I can't believe it's going on right now. Who's that? That was a neat coffin. I don't know, man. Hello, my Coney Island baby. (laughs) (laughs) It was a karaoke night. Shut up, Jeff. Hansi, have you ever played, you ever sang karaoke? No, man. If I do karaoke, I want to do an Indian accent, you know? Why? I don't know. I just, I, I hate karaoke. You might as well make something. That's why you should out. be a stand-up comedian, because that's fucking funny. If you went into and did a karaoke and you start doing it in an Indian accent and stayed in character, that could be funny. I should just go on a comedy stage and just, like, pull my pants down and just start, like, Picking my asshole hair, you know, and then you start flicking yeah. into like. I think you're smarter than that, though. You don't have to. I don't think. I think you're smarter than that. You can just talk. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Well, he's... Jeff, fuck you, man. Jeff. 
Jeff's got an acting career going on now. Exactly. This guy got an acting career going on. I feel like an acting career going on. Fuck this guy, man. Are you are you envious of all these guys that live in the states that get these acting gigs, and you can't uh, uh, well, in Canada? You got American bitch. America. Fuck you, Auntie. Fuck this you is and your fascinating. like. I mean, uh, I like to finish this battle of wits with you, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm all, I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't either. <laughs> Eric, are you still on the line? Yeah, I'm here. I was, I was going to say, let Andy finish the show with you. Okay, so you want to get off the air? Yeah, I'm going to watch some TV and relax. What are you going to watch? Yo, high pitch, man. Thanks for stopping by and shit, man. Why? Thanks for stopping by and everything, man. It's cool to talk to you once in a while. What do you mean, thanks for stopping by? Eh? No, thank I, you I, for... I, I, I mean, you know, thanks for being on the, on the line for a bit, man. I, I never get to talk to you. It was cool talking to you, even just for just like a little bit, you know? Our final clip leads us to a man named Matt Jacobs. Following a recent health scare where High Pitch suffered a blackout, Matt calls into Joey's show as a future version of High Pitch and Joey to forewarn them about their health concerns in an effort to hopefully get them on the right path to eating right. What occurs is a hilarious exchange between current Joey and Eric versus future Joey and Eric. This is from episode 15, Future High Pitch, and you're listening to the best of the Joey Boot Show, only on podtrash.com. So now we have uh, we have Joey Boots. I think we have Joey Boots in the future on and, and along with uh, High Pitch Eric in the future. Joey Boots in the future, are you there? I'm here, Joey Boots, from the past. You got me? I got you, Joey Boots, from the past. Our technology is working. It's working. It's working well. Is High Pitch Eric in the future there, too? Yeah, I don't yeah, even say Joey think... Boots in the past. I, 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 yeah, I thought, I, I, I thought well, hold yeah. on a minute. I thought I was getting hype. I thought I was going to be talking to Joey Boots in the future, not Joey Boots in the past. No, you're Joey Boots in the past, and I was greeting you from the future. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Joey Boots in the past. You're right. So, yes. uh, and, and 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 Joey Boots uh, in the future. Uh, am I still? I guess I am still alive twenty years from now because I'm talking to you. You uh, do well. We're doing very well. We're actually we got our, ourselves on track here. Eric is is a different situation, and obviously, as you can see, he still hasn't learned not to talk over his host. No, he hasn't. He still talks over. Is high pitch Eric from the fu- in the future there? He he's here. You you will say something. I'm, I'm right here. I'm here also. Hi Joey. Hi, how are you doing, man? It's been a long time since I talked to you from from that year. Oh, so you're saying like 20 years from now, we're not like tight. We're not like seeing each other all the time and hanging out. No, I'm seeing you now right here. But, you know, I haven't seen young Joey Boots in a long time. No, no, that was 20 years ago, man. Now we're both old men. We're in our 60s. We're actually collecting Social Security now. Well, you've been collecting Social Security since you were a young age. But I I I also get a lot more now. And I've. I've lost like 1,300 pounds since I saw you last. You lost that much? It's, un- it's unbelievable. Well, Eric, why don't you tell him how you lost the weight? Do you want to tell him that? Well, it's, I, for my diabetes. What do so you mean? Eric, what happened? He, Eric's diabetes got so out of control that they had to amputate both legs 
and okay. he okay. he had snuck jelly beans and devil dogs into the emergency room with him, and in the same operation, lost both arms and his <laughs> torso. So now I'm like pushing. You remember that cartoon we used to watch when we were younger, Joey? Uh, Futurama, where the people's heads were in the jars. Yeah, 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 I do, yeah. Well, Eric's head is so large that we have to keep it in an aquarium, and I push him around in a wheelchair <laughs> wherever we go. Is, is his fish Clark in the aquarium with his head? No, Clark, unfortunately, Clark passed away, because when, when Joey feeds me, he has to drop in, you know, the things that I like to eat. And, and Clark can't eat popcorn or peanut butter cup ice cream. And I like to eat that stuff, and Clark can have it. I think he needed a triple bypass. <laughs> I didn't know you knew what that was, Eric. Do you know what a triple bypass is? Eric, does he know what a triple bypass is then? I know he didn't know what it was back back, back here in the past, in the present. I guess, well, I, I, guess, call I it. guess it would be back now for you. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he's, he's learned a thing or two. You know, obviously, he, hopefully, he learns from his mistakes. So that's so. So uh, Eric, in the present, um, do, do you hear that, man? You the reason you lost all that weight was because you had parts of your body amputated because of your diabetes. Yeah, well, you know something. I, I actually, I'm pretty tight diabetic. Right, but I'm saying you developed full diabetes and you got you lost your limbs. They had to be amputated. Now we're post diabetic. No, I didn't. You have now. This is the future. And now we're post-diabetic and not pre. I have pre-type diabetes. But 20 years from now, you're going to have post-type diabetes. You're going to be missing your arms and legs and your torso also. No, I'm not. Yes, we are. He's from the future, Eric. I think he knows. Yeah, Eric, it's you in the future. I'm from the future. No, you're from the present. No, I'm from the yeah. future. No, I That's just... you, Eric, in the future. Yeah. You're from my past. No, I have a crystal ball. <laughs> no, you don't, Eric. Eric, be no, real. I... No, no, we look like a crystal ball because we're just a head. In an, aquari- <laughs> in an aquarium. I have a crystal ball. No, I am a crystal ball. Eric, I'm I think... in an aquarium full of cupcakes. Eric, I think you're in Eric in, in, the, in the present. I think you're in denial, man. I think you don't want to admit, you don't want to face the fact that you know you carry on. Now, now, Eric, in the future, is there a way that he could prevent this from happening? Can he change the future? He could change the future if he if he could amp up his treadmill at least to longer than five minutes. If you could sweat in the gym and stop starting off your day with egg whites and spinach, and then adding. Cupcakes and five bags of chocolate-covered bacon balls afterwards and dipping them in mayonnaise. Just stuck with the egg whites, man. I could really use my legs. The cane wasn't so bad after all. You hear that, Eric? Eric in the present, you hear that? This fucking sucks. You're getting advice from the future, Eric. The future you. Listen, I know what the future brings. Yeah, but he's because he's telling you right now. Listen, it's you know, telling you. Listen, I know what my future is. Yeah, so do we now. We all know. But yeah, you're going to be ahead. You're going to be ahead in an aquarium. Yeah, we're going to no, push you around in an aquarium, just your head. It's scary, Eric. You can change the future, though. You can change the future. Yeah, you know, Eric, it's it depressing. Yeah. You know, we. I almost had Howard 101 talked into giving us our own show at one point. Like, I think it was about... 
12 years ago now, we almost had our own show and your health got so out of control. And then it ended up Gonzo had, had got his own show with Tom Arnold. So I had to break <laughs> off and get a new partner. And it was going to be you and I on Sirius, man. We were going to have our own thing. But you were a health risk to Sirius. And they couldn't even take – they wouldn't hire you, man. You had to like – you were on met permanent medical leave before you even got the job. Oh, oh man. It was I mean, crazy. Eric, would you, Eric, you hear that? We almost had our own show with Tom Arnold oh, and Gonzo. We were this fucking close, man. And we fucked up. I mean, I don't think we fucked up. I think Eric fucked up because he was such a, a medical liability. Tom Arnold's a piece of shit. Oh, why do you guys say that, Eric? Well, that's just going to ruin the future now, too. <laughs> I think we need to take really? a better attitude going forward so I don't wind up like this. Because I like to go to the store on my own in the middle of the night when I get hungry and I have to wait for Joey Boots to drop fucking food into my kennel. Because he puts me in a kennel at night because it's easier to breathe and the air blows through. It's nice. What do you have to say about that, Eric? You hear that, Eric? This is sad. I mean, what, what I'm looking at is sad. Like, I've seen it for a few years now, but it's, it's still sad. It breaks my heart, man. Doesn't break, break my heart. Of course. That's hey, a good so, because I don't even have a heart anymore. I'm just a fucking head. <laughs> yeah, you know what I wish? I wish tw- Gonzo from 20 years ago, I could talk to that Gonzo and tell him, make these changes, and I, I would be a fucking millionaire now. Like, Eric, you're getting a chance to have legs in the future. You're getting a chance to prolong your life. I mean, I think this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You should listen really? to the future, uh, Eric. Not everybody yeah, has this. If you understand where I'm coming from, Eric, like Gonzo and I could have had the serious show, but but we wanted to go with you instead. You you became such a liability, and look at you now. You're just a head in a, in a fucking cage. Yeah, it's you're sad. a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's another thing. I fucking lost the part of my vocal cords. I can't even do low-pitch Eric anymore. Yeah, you're a fucking dick. I used to make so much money off of Casey Armstrong appearances, and now I can't even do that impression. This fucking so, sucks. Can I ask future high pitch a question? Yeah, of hey, course. Hey, hey, so let me get in here. Let me get in here. Yeah. So everybody, everybody. Uh, this is, uh, of course, not really Joey Boots from the future, not really high pitch Eric in the future, but we're trying to make a point to Eric. That you have to lose your weight because in the, if you don't, the future holds for you, you know, stuff that's not very good, man. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna become full diabetic. You're gonna possibly lose your limbs and possibly lose your life. So, Eric, we care for you. We want you to lose the weight. We want you to get back on a healthy diet. Cut out all the shit you're eating. Cut out the soda you're drinking. Cut out all that sweet shit and get back in the gym, Eric, because we love you. We don't want to be pushing around a head in an aquarium. In the future. Dude, you're not. I'm telling you, you won't. Yeah, Eric, listen, we know, we know what's going to happen. So, everybody, this is this, the, the impression is here. This is Matt Jacobs, everybody. Hello. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Matt, guys. Hey, How you welcome, doing? Good. Welcome to the show, hey, Matt. Thanks uh, very much. I'm a big fan <clears throat> of all you guys. Love you guys. Eric, I love you, too. And I, I just, that's our main goal here is a wake-up call. We don't want to fucking lose you, man. We all love you. Hey Matt, you do a you do a great job, and I fucking love you. 
Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Matt, you're fucking amazing. Thanks. Yeah, Matt, Matt, this week, the people listening, Matt, this week did a, a couple of impressions of High Pitch Eric and, and I on the show that when I heard it Monday morning, you know, uh, we had an impending blizzard coming. And uh, I, I just heard his voice and I'm like, wait a minute, did I cut that? Did I, did I record that? And because I was half asleep <laughs> still, because it was so spot on the impression, it sounded that's, just like me. That's so funny. Like I just kind of picked that up. Like like uh, one day after I heard one of the first videos that Howard played that you were, you were posting, and uh, a, a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine, one in particular has been listening to Howard religiously for like thirty years. He's like, dude, I can't tell you. I get messages like this all the time. Like sometimes I have to sit and make sure. Whether or not I'm listening to Joey and Eric, or if it's Matt, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> That's good, man. Uh, hey, hey, uh, Wush, Wush, do you have that uh, that that bit from the Stern Show could, that you could play? You know, panicked, high pitch, Eric. Listen to this. He was with Joey Boots, and he was afraid there wouldn't be anything to eat. <laughs> Joey, we've been snowing for like five hours, and I'm out of food. Do you mind if I eat your leg? <laughs> I guess so, but but only my left leg because I need my right leg to drive with. Okay, is it okay if I put mayonnaise on your leg? <laughs> that tickles. <laughs> All right, just get it over with, Eric. Oh, yum. That's so good. <laughs> Ouch. Slow, out. Slow down, Eric. I have a big leg. I know, but your leg is delicious. Thanks, Eric. By the if way... we're I... stuck here another day, I might have to eat your cock, Joey. Uh, <laughs> right. Don't worry about that later, Eric. Little glimpse of what's going on over there. <laughs> I mean, Matt, that that was really good, man. Thank you. Thank you Thanks a that. lot. I don't know if you guys caught the next one the next day with the maid, but that was actually Rachel. Yes, Butera. I heard that. I heard that on Wednesday. Yeah, and Rachel was the maid, and I didn't know she was going to be the maid, but I thought that was she did a killer job, man. She's awesome. Rachel yeah, is just the best. Yeah, she's really, really good. She, uh, she was originally on America's Got Talent, wasn't she? Yeah, she was on the first. Um, she was on those two past years of the of the Stern Show impressions, right? Um, but she also then, did America's Got Talent too, yeah. right? Yeah. She did do AGT this this last year, and that's I was in the one last year here as high pitch Eric. Actually, I was I was on there as you, Eric. I don't know if you remember or not, but I thought I was going to be going up against the likes of Rachel Butera, and I was shitting my pants, man. I was this, like, this, this, this is. Oh, were you the, you were the guy? You were the one that was on the. Uh... You were the one yeah. that did the high pitch, Eric. Yeah, this was, yeah. So this was the Stern oh, Show. Oh, it's the same. So, so, this, so, so this was the Stern Show impression contest, right? And okay. um, I guess she couldn't she couldn't do it because she was on AGT this year. So I and that and I like we hung out a little bit at Long Beach Comic Con this past year. She did a voiceover panel and then she came down to a booth where I was signing and we just got to like kind of chat. And Roger, you know, Yucko showed up and we all kind of were just bullshitting about the wait, show. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean a booth where you were signing? What do you do, oh, Matt? Tell us. Okay, uh, so I do illustrations. I do like comic books and um, and storyboard art and stuff. So Very cool, man. Yeah, do you have any was, comics that we maybe we're familiar with? Um, I've done some stuff. I don't know. Some of you guys, you guys play some games. So you might remember that game Prototype. Did you, did you guys ever play that game Prototype? It was like a Grand Theft Auto where you could like run up buildings and transform into stuff. And yeah, no, they, I don't. I don't play. My, my yeah, producer it's does. Weird. It's weird. Producers. I I uh, we did like a mini series of that with DC Comics. I've done a lot of indie stuff and. Uh, Mostly like the storyboarding stuff I've done is kind of like Mortal Kombat. I did um, Ninja Turtles, kind of things like that. The storyboarding gigs are a little more high profile. The, the comic books is like a 
it's like a huger struggle for more pay, but it's kind of like, you know, you get to walk into a comic shop and see your stuff on the shelves. And as a fanboy, it's kind of like a, that's the payoff to you more than anything. Right, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, we did a, I don't know if you guys are familiar. Joey, you may be a little bit more with, uh, it usually seems like some of the guys that I talk to about this band, like Faith No More, Mr. Bungle. You remember those guys? Yeah. Okay, so they're doing like a line of Acme, Acme Inc. is doing a line of rock comics right now. And we're, I just wrapped on like a Faith No More, Mr. Bungle split written by this guy, Mike Wellman. That's really good. So with them coming back, like the Faith No More's back for like the first time in 18 years, that was like a baby project to me because I just fucking love those guys. Nice, man. Yeah. So you're a working illustrator. You actually do it for a living. Yeah, yeah. Do, it's great like, that you can make money doing that, you know. It's a struggle, man. It's stressful, you know, because like you're sometimes you're like you don't know what the hell's coming next and you feel like you're fucking unemployed. And uh, and then sometimes you're just turning stuff down and like biting your tongue because you're like, well, I, I can't do this. I have like six things to do right now, you know, and then like two weeks later, you're, you're, you're fucking screwed. I used to work in like bars a lot and stuff and you were always walking out with cash in your pocket. Yeah, but I mean, then you nice. were also working in a bar and you know having to deal with that environment, or you could be out digging a ditch or something. I think it's a, I think it's pretty cool to be doing something that I imagine you love. Definitely, yeah, I've definitely. seen that. I've seen your artwork, Matt, on Twitter. You're you're pretty big on uh, Twitter. I've seen uh, the Stern Show has posted a lot of your um, your artwork and stuff. So how, when yeah. you just, when did you start submitting uh, artwork to the show? Because I know that you've you've even even the voices that you do with Joey and Eric, you'll even illustrate the scene. And then yeah, the I'll do that a lot. Like usually, I, my schedule's so weird, and I'll be listening to the show live. So like, if I hear something that I think is funny on the show, what whatever happens, sometimes I just quick do it and tweet it out, or like a cartoons that go along with the show. And people, like we all seem to enjoy it together, like all of us Stern fans. And like, if I have a bit, like personally, like the one thing I did illustrate that picture, like high pitch eating Joey's leg off with the jar of mayonnaise in his hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember you did a picture of Eric and I one time, like making that, out or some some shit like that. That's when I started doing it. Was um, it was right around the time after um, I had done the impression contest, and then I had done a couple of bits with the guys at the show, like with Sal and Richard. And then I started started trying to draw. I, I did uh, like a, I did a piece. I don't know if you remember this, Gonzo. Was when someone had put Eric's. Uh, address on craigslist with the civi used civian for sale and oh yeah, yeah. i yeah. did like a cartoon of him using the civian and <laughs> oh really? it showed it to Jack. oh yeah yeah i do i remember that I do and remember when that. i ran into the guys at san diego comic-con like jason kaplan freaked out over it so uh we've been like sharing a lot of art since then and uh, I just, you know, I kind of give him free reign to use whatever he wants of my stuff. Did Eric the actor? Did Eric the actor ever uh, like send you a, a scathing uh, message oh, for that? Or? Yeah, I, I got an awful one from him on that <laughs> one. He was like, "Well, fuck yourself, you fucking piece of shit. Take that fucked up picture and shove it up your fucking ass." <laughs> <laughs> but you God, know, I miss that. Guy. Oh, yeah. me too, dude. You know what? Like in the la- in recent weeks, I I mean, I listen to like I sit here and I'm like cooped in my room a lot while I'm working. Like I've been listening to like you know those clip packs that people put together of specific characters on the show. Like there's I'm sure there's high pitch one. There's Joey Boots. There's you know there's and so there's yeah. Eric the actor and it's like it, I don't even know what it's what it's probably like eighty hours worth of worth of stuff. <laughs> Every single clip and appearance and call and I just I'm like hooked on him. Like he was the greatest. He was the greatest. 
but when I did that one picture of him as an angel when he passed, like this was kind of nice. Um, his his relative, a couple of his relatives had gotten in touch with me, like his aunt and his mom, and I ended up getting to like give them a print. And his aunt like sent this really heartfelt email about how like this like her talking to Eric, and this is how she always pictured him with like the nice body and the women all around him, and they never talked about like his actually like when he was going to go and that type of thing. And she was here in town to visit that weekend when he passed. So it was like a really nice thing, like that kind of made me feel good to be able to do for them. She loved it. Said she, her and his mother framed them and like put them up in their houses. That's cool. Hi, uh, you know, I want to mention something. Uh, Matt, you mentioned uh, Jason Kaplan a few minutes ago. Right. You know, and, you know, when you mentioned something, when you mentioned his name, it just hit me because his dad just passed away this week. Oh yes, no! He, yeah, he he lost his father to cancer. How come I didn't hear about this, man? He posted mm-hmm. it. He posted it on Facebook this week. Oh yeah! And I, I I wanted I wanted you know say to Jason Kaplan, you know, we're sorry for your dad. We're sorry for your loss and your dad's loss. Oh, you know, I met his dad too, and I know his mom Shelly. She follows me on uh, Twitter. Well, my condolences to them. Oh my god, I didn't even know that man. I've been so out of touch this week with going with school and oh fuck, that's sad. Yeah, I'm really terrible about that Facebook too. Like, but I for some reason I, I just I'll open my news feed, like and share a couple things and close it. But uh-huh. I for some reason that was the first thing that popped up and he had this big thing that he'd written about how his father was the one that introduced him to the Stern show, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it was just a really horrible thing. And I know, I know I know his parents were huge fans and they were really uh, happy that you know he, their son was on the show. They're very proud of that, and oh, that's just terrible. I just oh, I, I gotta I gotta reach out to Jason now. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't and Jason is such a good guy, man. He's just no, the he's nicest tops, guy in the world. Tops, 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 tops. Mm-hmm. I, and, and, yeah, it's just oh, sad. So, uh, Eric, thanks for bringing the show down. Uh, appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, 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 Matt, Matt, you're on Twitter at Matt Jacobs Art. If people want to follow you on Twitter, do you also have a website? I okay. So uh, Twitter and Instagram, I am Matt Jacobs Art, and then both of those have a link to my Deviant Art page, which is just Matt Jacobs Deviant Art. But I mean, those links are right at the top of my Twitter and Instagram. My handle is always Matt Jacobs Art, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram that way. Appreciate and, it. Uh, we got, I got a new book. Uh, one of the other new books that's out now, thearcscomic.com. You can go check it out there and look for the Faith No More Mr. Bungle split sometime this year from Acme Inc. Very cool, man. Appreciate it. You sound like you got a lot going on, man. Yeah, and it's I, good stuff. And I look forward to hearing more of you on the Howard Stern Show. Likewise. Absolutely, man. And especially, thanks a lot for having me on, dude. Yeah, especially when you're doing impersonations of me. I appreciate that. I think that's great. <laughs> yeah, you, you know got to get a Gonzo impression. I really think that's I know, right? I need to I think that's great, man. I think that it's it's so funny that like, it seems like people mostly in the Stern universe and like comics in particular will really respond well to uh to the artwork and things like whether or not they're being poked fun at. Like I did a picture of Rappaport where when when Gary beat his ass after that that podcast he put out. He's nuts. Oh, yeah. And I put I, love I, I drew Rappaport's head as the football, and he was all pissed. And Gary was standing on his head. And I mean, Rappaport wrote me a couple of times, and was just he was he loves it. He loves the picture. So it's yeah, like, come on, it's fun. It's funny, man. It's really yeah. good how like people respond to like the ball break and stuff. And I've done a, a couple of yeah. unflattering Benji pictures, and he loves them. They, I mean, Lisa is Lisa is so nice. Those guys yeah. are all really really. Matter of cool. fact, I think they're tuned in tonight, both of them. 
Oh, really? I believe so. They're they're both great, man. They're both yeah. awesome. Like whenever I do a piece, I just think it's it's really flattering. Like the as much like the reception I get off of these pieces. I'm glad Listen, that people you're, you're, you're a fun, you're a funny guy. Obviously, man. I mean, you're doing some good stuff, man. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thanks a lot, dude. And I, I I appreciate that. I appreciate you having me on. And I really enjoy listening to this podcast, man. I love the show. Good, my brother. So uh, we'll have you on again in the future. Definitely. Thanks a lot, fellas. All right, yes. man. You have Thanks, good- Matt. Good, good finally talking to you. Yeah, Likewise. Have a, have a good night, bro. Thanks for calling in. All right, you too, man. Take care. Bye. 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 That was pretty cool, huh? That's a good guy right there, that Matt Jacobs. I've no, I've, I've seen him for a long time ever since he, because uh, he used to do illustrations of Eric and I, and then I, I followed him on Twitter, and he just has like crazy, yeah, it's, it's, it makes sense that he's a comic book illustrator because he has some pretty fucking good artwork, and then he also has the fucking Joey Boots and uh, high pitched spot on impressions. I love that. So uh, that's, that's fucking great, man. How did that's, how did that go with the Joey Boots from the future, Eric from the future thing? Did that sound all right. I thought it was no, fine. I didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah, you didn't like hearing reality, Eric. You didn't like hearing the truth. No, I didn't like. It. <laughs> yeah. So 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 high pitch in the future. He's going to be what? He's going to be a head in a in a crystal ball in or an aquarium. Ball, in, in an aquarium. A, oh man. Yeah. Well, at least he'll still be alive, Eric. Yeah. That's uh, not going to have any arms or legs, though. No torso. Yeah, fuck, who needs? Yes, I will. All right, Eric, you're gonna be fed fish food, dude. You're gonna be fed better than being better than being dead. I guess, or maybe not, or maybe not. I don't know. But Eric, I mean, you have a way to turn this around, though. You do. You know what you know. You you, you know what you need to do. I know what I need to do, and then I'll be living with Conzo. You're gonna be getting me a fucking shake. Getting him a shake. Uh, we'll be doing ten push-ups a night. I think if you did 10 push-ups a night, Eric, and uh, even just 10 sit-ups, you would be in much better uh, health. And I'll put you on one of those gay California diets where you only eat, like, egg whites and, you know, we uh, we eat, uh, you know, small portions and no carbs, no gluten. Do you want to okay. do that with me? Yeah. We'll go, uh, we'll go run down by, the, uh, down by the river, go to the beach. Go to the beach, go swimming. Go swimming. Yeah. Go, uh, you know, just uh, do do fun, do fun, healthy things. Ride our bikes together. Okay. All right. Yeah. Are you going to be committed though? You're not going to you're not going to start eating cookies and shit and drinking soda. No. Because I saw a picture with you with uh, with Gary and you were drinking a uh, big ass uh, Coca Cola soda. Don't what about diet? That was my caffeine for the day. What about drinking diet, Eric? That's no. still good for you. Diet. No Same diet. amount of caffeine. Same amount of caffeine. Well, there you have it. I want to thank you guys for listening, and I hope this filled the void. The Joey Boot Show will return next week on Friday, May 8th at 8 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you stay tuned to podtrash.com to hear all the latest live broadcasts all week long. In any event, this is Wush signing out and thanking you for listening to the first installment of the Best of the Joey Boot Show only on podtrash.com.